You guys, put yourself out there. Work on yourself. Understand that the more confident that you are as an adult, as a kid, and that's why I say work on your confidence, and you can only have confidence by competence. You can only have that confidence by working at doing that, at being successful at that. Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. Hey guys, what's up? I am so excited to be back with you guys. Um, Today I decided to go solo and I'm going to start doing these a little bit more often. I have kind of a different idea of things that I'm going to do. I've talked to a few guys about what I have planned for the future and you guys may have heard in one of my other um, Fitness Fridays that yes, I'm going to be starting on my book. So any of you guys out there, I'm looking for about... 10 to 25 friends and slash readers slash authors who would be interested in joining a group and giving me feedback on my book. I am looking for any and all who are interested because I, I don't know, I'm not really sure if my writing is any good and I want a little bit of feedback. I want to know if what I'm writing makes sense and if it's creative enough or if I need to change up some things and and you know you only learn from putting yourself out there and making mistakes so any of you guys who are interested in reading what I've been writing or if you guys just um, possibly might be even authors and want to um kind of join my group and give me some feedback or if you are an author or if you've had a book published come and join me and I'll also give feedback I'm sure others in the group would give feedback for your stuff as well so just want to create a group to where I can learn to be a better writer and we can learn from each other and yeah I just thought it'd be kind of a fun way for me to get moving on my book and get it where it needs to be so that I can send it to some publishers and hopefully get published so i got to get all that done before January because I told you guys that I was going to have all my goals met by January and my fitness goals are going right as planned. Um, I should be reaching my goal before my 40th birthday, so I'm so excited about that. And then I just plan to maintain and do as well as I can for the rest of my life. I really want to be a good example for my family, for my friends, and for any of those who think they're too old to get in shape because guess what? I am turning 40, remember? And it's never too late to be able to reach your goals. It's never too late to get healthier. And your health is the most valuable thing that you have in your life. Guess what? The only thing that you take from place to place with you is your bodies and your minds. And that's the only thing that is really, truly yours that people cannot take away from you. So why not make it healthier? Why not make it better? And that's really what my whole podcast is about. So um, for a few of you guys who I haven't talked to personally, I am going to start talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that is my kids. I actually just love being a mom. I want to be super mom. I want to be the best mom that I can be. And I know there's so many of you guys out there who want to be as good a parents as you can be, just like I want to be. And I want to start having some conversations about things that you went through as a kid, some of the things that might be able to help our kids get through some of the hard things that they go through. So this kind of stuff is really important to me because at the end of the day, the things that matter most to me is that my kids are healthy, that they're happy, that they are surrounded by good people, and that I can help them to become the best versions of themselves. And that's what I want for you guys and for myself as well. So if you want to join me on this journey and hear some of the topics that I'm going to talk about, um, sometimes I call myself mama bear. So you'll probably hear that a little bit throughout this whole thing. Um, But I really just would love to be able to create a better place, a better world for our children to grow up in. And that starts in the home. It starts with the mom. It starts with the dad. It starts with the kids. And being able to help our children see that they can live their best versions of themselves. And that can start today. 
So that was something that I kind of learned over the years, but I want to help it incorporate it into my children's lives today and hopefully be a good influence for those out there. Um, just to give you guys a little bit about my background for about 10 years here and there, I worked a lot with um, youth. So ages about 12 to 18. Um, I worked in a position in the church that I grew up in and they called me the young women's leader and I also worked with the younger girls. So I basically for so many years was able to be a huge influence on um, age 12 through 18 year old girls and I loved every aspect of that. It's actually part of what motivated me to be the mom that I am today. Um, in addition to what my mom taught me. I grew up in a home where my I didn't know anything as a child if it didn't have to do with being in a daycare and all that was involved in that. My mom had an in-home daycare and I loved it all. It taught me how to be a mommy from a young age. And believe me, that was like my dream thing, my dream goal to be when I grew up was that I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be able to provide my kids with the same love and activities and growth that my mom provided for me. And I was, I'm really grateful for her influence on me and where it helped to bring me to where I'm at today because I really value the fact that I get to be a mom and be creative and try to be the best mom that I can be. Um, so today I've had a few things on my mind that I wanted to discuss and there's one thing in particular that I've thought about over the past probably two months lately and, and it's something that comes back to me here and there and I asked a question, I posed a question for you guys and I want to start doing a little bit more of that because I love math, I love statistics, I love humans, I love the way that our brains work and how different we are. This is why I love meeting new people and getting to know them because where they started and where they're at today is so fascinating to me. And I think it has a lot to do with um, your ability to have a growth mindset or your um, inability to want something better for yourself. So I'm actually really incredibly intrigued as to what bring people to their place in life. And so um, one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about and I pose the question is, is it easier for you today as an adult to make friends? Is it easier today than it was when you were a kid? So when you were a kid, was it easier or when you're an adult? Is it easier to make friends? And it was pretty much unanimous. I had one person um, out of the few people that um, replied to that survey um, say that they thought it was easier as a kid, but the majority of those who had answered had actually said that it is easier as an adult. And I just want to speak to that because this topic has come up quite a bit in my home lately and with my friends. and. Um, it's just, I think it's a major topic that we all need to understand and learn as kids and as an adult. So let's get started. So I just want to share with you guys a story of something that happened to me. When I was younger, I really struggled with friends. I really did. It was not easy for me to make friends. I'll put some pictures of me up. Um, on this video and maybe on the cover of this so that you guys can see what I look like as a kid and you might be able to see like right off the bat why some kids may not have wanted to be my friend um, and it, for all of you guys that know me I might get emotional here and there I'm gonna tell you the hard things that I've gone in my gone through in my life my kids my husband um, the people that I love I get emotional thanks to my daddy he is one that will cry at Hallmark commercials or in Hallmark shows. Sorry, Dad. Love you, but um, 
I get that from you. So it's a beautiful thing and it's a curse. So I apologize if I get emotional through any of the stories that I share. But when I was younger, I didn't have very good luck with friends. I had curly hair and I was the only one in my family who really had curly hair. And so it was just always frizzy because nobody really knew how to show me how to do my hair the right way. And my mom did her best, but she hadn't ever dealt with curly hair. So I really kind of was left on my own to figure it out. And any of you guys who have curly hair realize that everybody's curly hair is completely different. Um, You might be able to have some luck by incorporating something from somebody else into your own hair. Oh, got a fly flying around here. Um, But I just didn't know how to do my hair. Still learning, still a process. But um, it made it so it made it really hard for me when I was in like fifth and sixth grade because I mean, we didn't have YouTube or TikTok or any type of social media or any way to connect with somebody who I might be able to get some help from, right? A lot of our kids have the the ability to do that nowadays, or maybe a mom can look up on YouTube or whatever to figure out how to fix your daughter's hair, right? Um, but I didn't really have that. And it was back in those days where like you had the big bangs, the big hair, you know, and and it wasn't like the 80s, like my my childhood, like fifth or sixth grade was um, early 90s. And so the big, big hair wasn't as popular, it was more about the big bangs. Um, but I just was not the most beautiful kid. I wasn't the most beautiful girl in class. And I loved learning. I loved everything about school. I loved being able to be a leader, I mean, which probably came across as being kind of a bossy, bratty kid. I don't know. Like, I'm actually kind of intrigued to know what people thought of me when I was younger. I might have to pose that question and see what you guys say. Um, But I don't know. Like, when I was younger, it was really hard for me to make friends. And my mom always taught me, told me, you know, like, You should be friends with the girls at church. You should be friends with these people, you know? And the problem with the way that our world works, and it's gonna just always be this way, um, we have so much division. And even back in the day when I was in school, there was still so much division. I mean, you have division within division, right? So here my mom was telling me, oh, you should be friends with the girls in your church. Well, with the girls in my church, I still didn't really fit in. And guess what? There were probably girls who wanted to fit in with me, and I was trying to be with the popular group out of the girls out of church. And so it just creates these different weird levels of not being accepted in our world. And the crazy thing is with social media, with school, with church, with all the clubs that are going on, with all the different movements that are going on, There are so many groups that you have to try to belong to. And the crazy thing is, is within those groups are still going to be levels of those groups, right? And so I just want to speak to this today because our kids are going to be going through this. My kids have gone through this. The the friends that you had growing up, the friends that you've always relied on, things change. You go through changes in your life. You go through different levels of your life and ages of your life when you're in elementary school you probably are not going to have the same friends that you had that you have in elementary school as you are going to have in junior high and you're not going to have probably have the same friends as you had in junior high as you are going to have in high school and guess what i know it's kind of crazy but when you become an adult you're going to go through different stages of life to where your group changes, your friends change. And here's the crazy thing. We can either just sit back and and just say, oh, well, these people don't like me anymore. This person doesn't have time for me anymore. They don't give me any of their time. We can sit there and pout and complain and sit back and, and cry about it, become the victim. It's so easy to blame it on somebody else and say, you know, they don't want to spend time with me because of this. Or maybe we find an issue with them because it's easier to find an issue with them than to realize that 
maybe we're just in a different part of our life and we need to adapt to a new friendship, a new group. Um, possibly it's time for you to level up. Maybe you need to get off your own butt and get out and get out of your comfort zone and go meet new people. These are all things that happen. And one of the things that I talk to my kids about, I, because I'm like the super mom wannabe, right? I, part of my reason for wanting to move to Hawaii, uh, when we moved to Hawaii, was that my kids were going into that different level of life. I had my son going into high school, my daughter going into junior high, and my youngest daughter, who was kind of getting getting into the older stages of grade school and, or sorry, of elementary school. And I thought this is the perfect time for us to move to Hawaii because their friends that they've known for five years, seven years, however long it was, they're all changing. And I could see that. And I wanted so badly to save them from the pain that I went through as a young kid. And part of what I went through is I realized, I knew like fifth, sixth grade, I knew that I didn't really belong to the friend group or the friends that I had from church. I didn't really belong to any real group, really. Um, And it was mostly because I had frizzy hair and glasses and I wasn't as cool personality-wise. I wasn't as cool as the older girls. Maybe I was a little too needy. I don't know. Um, You don't really know as a kid. You can't look at yourself and be like, oh, I can tell this is what they hate about me because how friendships work is they're not gonna really tell you what's wrong with you. I mean, maybe they might, and I'm not sure that would be lucky or not, but when your friends have decided that you don't fit into their group, they just move on. They stop giving you attention. They stop inviting you to things. They stop um, allowing you to be a part of their lives, and you're just left to wonder, where you fit in and from fifth sixth grade up until my junior year in high school I kind of went around to different types of groups because I just never fit in and it was really really hard for me when I went to junior high I which junior rice junior high sucks sucks so bad you guys and many of you guys can relate to me if you don't you must have never gone through the weird stage that most of us go through with junior high but um you know I went through junior high and all of a sudden puberty hit I was gaining all this extra fat on me because of puberty and I was just like you know to add to my frizzy hair and my glasses I started getting thicker and that wasn't helping my self-esteem. That wasn't helping people to like me more. But I did have one friend in elementary school that actually was gonna go to a different junior high. And this is where I kind of like got to the point of probably being a little bit more needy towards the friend groups that I was trying to belong to. It's because when I went into junior high, I didn't have any friends to be connected to. I kind of, my mom gave me the advice to stick with my friends from church. So I tried to stick with my friends from church. And guess what? The crazy thing is, is my friends from church did not want to be my friend. And I didn't realize that. I just thought as a kid, like, they all want friends just like I want friends. They must be in the same place that I'm in. And I thought I was a part of their group. I thought that they liked me because guess what? When you make friends in church and you're taught that to make friends with other friends of your same religion, you just think that they're going to automatically accept you. At least that's what I thought. And, you know, I, I really had a big, a huge belief in God and I believe that if I chose friends, that they would just want to be my friends. If I chose friends that were in my church, they would accept me, right? And it was kind of a crazy experience because I would 
kind of just follow them around, hang out with them. But guess what? These girls that were popular in my church ended up being popular in school. And the more popular they got, the more they got annoyed with me hanging around. And I could start to feel it um, in my seventh grade year that they were trying to ditch me, trying to get away from me, not have me be part of their group. And these girls were girls that I also played sports with. I played sports my whole life pretty much and probably from like age 12 up. And they were in the same sports that I was playing. So I just had so many things that were in common with them. But the one thing that wasn't in common was that maybe my personality was different. I just wasn't popular. I wasn't going to be one of the popular kids. I wasn't going to be one of those people that friendships just came easy for as a kid. And so this was really, really hard for me to deal with. And as I was going through um, my different activities one this one day, I remember walking into the locker room and from when we were playing sports and I remember hearing them say, talking about me and how annoying I was, how they wished that I would just go find a different group and I would leave their group alone because I can't even remember the exact words that they used because it was so long ago, but I just remember them saying some pretty awful things about how I wasn't going to be good enough for their group. And at that moment, because they didn't know that I had just walked in, it I had no idea, they had no idea that I was sitting there in that same room as them. They had no idea that I could hear what they were saying. And that's one thing that I wish that my kids will never ever have to hear, um, to hear the friends, the only people that they thought were their friends, basically tell them that, or tell me that I wasn't good enough, that I didn't belong. And that was the only, that was any, all I ever knew as a kid, that group was the only thing that I was like trying to be a part of. And guess what? Friendships as a kid is a huge deal. From that moment forward, I didn't really have any good friend groups to belong to. I kind of went from one group to the other and I didn't really fit in with a whole lot of people. Um, When I got into my eighth grade year, I finally found another church friend that my mom kind of encouraged me to be friends with and we became friends for a little bit um but I never really really found my forever friend or my good friend group at that time it took me till about my junior year where I used to cry myself to sleep for many many nights many many nights throughout those years I would cry myself to sleep because I didn't have any friends I didn't have anyone to connect with. I didn't belong in any type of group. And once I got a friend, um, well, let me let me take it back to where there I just was crying and I was praying to God constantly, just asking for a friend, wondering why I couldn't have a friend. And um, I share this story because This was really hard for me at that age, and I know that my kids go through this. I know that probably some of your kids are gonna go through this. Even as an adult, you may go through this, and it's kind of crazy because it's something that like, we all need. It's our human nature to want to belong with each other, to want to have group, to have friendships, to have relationships. And so I think this is something even, even if you're not a child, even if you're an adult, you'll probably go through. I mean, I've gone through it even as an adult where I'm just like, why does my friend not want to spend time with me? Why does my friend not want to call me back? Why does my friend not want to text me back, right? And it's a little bit different as an adult as it is, than it is as a kid. Um, back when I was a kid, my dad saw me crying and he came and had a talk with me. And he, my mom and dad knew that I was struggling with friends and didn't have anywhere to belong. And... I remember my dad coming down and talking to me and he says, you know, he said, he told me to pray. He told me that Jesus Christ was my friend and that I would always have a friend with Christ. And that was very comforting to me at the time. And 
he encouraged me to actually reach out, look for kids who are new in school, who I could maybe connect with, who are also looking for a friend. Here's here's a big secret, or here's something that I would like people to understand, is you're not the only one out there looking for a friend. You may think that you're the only one who's lonely, the only person that can't find a friendship, but or who wants to spend time with other people and you're the only one who wants to actually spend time with anybody. Um, it's not true. The thing is, is you need to put yourself out there. You need to look for those who are also looking for friends because it's easier to connect with those people. So when I went back to school, I actually started to look for other kids who didn't have friends, who looked lonely, who might have been new. I started helping to do be a student aide in the office in junior high and I started to help other kids who were new at the school. I would take them on tours around the school so that I would have an opportunity to meet new kids and see if I could connect with them. Um, it wasn't until my junior year in high school when I found my best friend in high school and she's still a really good friend to me today. Um, someone I still call my best friend today. And I was only able to find that friend because I opened my heart up to new opportunities. I opened up my heart to finding somebody who was in search just like I was. And if you're a kid in junior high, elementary school, or high school, or if you have a kid in one of those grades, um, in grade school, I highly recommend that you encourage them to look for friends Um, for those who might possibly be looking for a friend as well, who might be lonely, who might be needing that friendship as well. Um, Those are going to be the easiest places for kids to be able to find friends if they don't have any, especially if you're new to a school. If you find other new kids, there's so much change going on in the world right now that there are so many kids coming in and out of schools right now with after COVID and people moving around, trying to find a better fit for their families. There are lots of opportunities um, to be able to reach out and just find some of those friends. So I highly encourage um, kids to just be able to look around and find a friend who maybe they're not so cool. Maybe they're not the coolest kid in the class, but guess what? They might end up being your best friend. Does it matter if you're the coolest kid in the class? Does popularity really matter? Guess what, kids? When you get old, popularity doesn't really matter. And what matters is being able to build that confidence, being able to put yourself out there. Those are the things, those are skills that you'll use as an adult that will help you have better friendships as you get older. For me now, for my question that I posed, if it's easier as a child or if it's easier as an adult, I'm guessing that you guys can guess that um, it's easier for me as an adult. Um, When I was a kid, I struggled until I finally figured it out. And when I got to be a junior in high school, I finally figured it out how it wasn't so hard to put myself out there and make friends. And all of a sudden, like I started doing it more and more and it became easier and easier for me. Um, I've had these times lately where I've had friends actually reach out to me and say, hey, why, like, how is it that you are able to be part of so many different groups and how you're able to connect with so many different people. You guys, I still struggle with that. I still like wonder, okay, do my friend groups even like me? Do my friends, does my best friend even like me? Do my friends return my phone calls, return my texts? Guess what? As an adult, we get busy, so don't take offense. Like the easiest way to lose friendships, the easiest way to um, lose relationships that you have, whether it's your husband, your kids, your siblings, your friends, your neighbors, whatever, whoever it is. The thing is, is what you need to do is make sure that you realize that as adults, we get busy. We have busy lives. Your friends, your whoever you're really struggling with may be going through a really hard time. Guess what, as adults, when we go through hard times, we become recluse. We actually remove people from our lives because we think, oh, I just, you know, I don't want to put in the effort because I'm so stressed or I'm so depressed. I don't have it in me to try anymore. And 
the one thing that I would say to you as an adult is to keep putting yourself out there. So as adults, sometimes we just easily get offended by things, right? Because we're so stubborn, we're so set in our ways that we think that people should be like us. It's a weird thing, but for some reason as adults, we want everybody to be like us. And not everybody's going to be like us. We, you might come across friendships where you put in a lot more effort than others. And that just may be their personality type. So don't be offended by certain things that you don't need to be offended about. Um, just realize that, especially if you're a woman and you have other friends that are moms, guess what? Their kids are going through stuff as well as themselves, and you never know what's going on. So just open your heart to the fact that maybe somebody would still like to be your friend, but possibly they have stuff that they're dealing with or they have family members that they have to deal with that you may be completely removed from and you have no idea so maybe just reach out to those friends who aren't good at contacting you back and see how they're doing because they may need a friend they may just need a listening ear they may not be in the ability to go out and do something fun or do the things that you want to do but be there for them and set a good example for that friendship and guess what they may never return that favor But if you can be that person, then it opens your world to so many different friendships because you are willing to put in the effort and be there for your friends. So I actually was looking up kind of like some steps on on some blog articles just to see what other people thought like were good steps to creating friendships, to having friends. Um, I actually pulled up this article. It wasn't exactly about being friends, but it was called 12 Steps to Raise Your Self-Esteem and Be a Better Person. And I think that this is a huge step in the right direction into becoming a better friend and to just being able to have the self-esteem and the confidence to open yourself to other friendships and relationships. Whether it's a friendship uh, or maybe you're looking for your partner in life, Or maybe you want to rekindle some of those relationships that you have with your siblings or your parents or maybe neighbors or just anyone else you have in your life. Maybe it's a kid that you have separated yourself from, you know, like these are all things that can be used in those ways to be able to help your relationships become better because the better your self-esteem is, the more confidence you're going to have and you're going to have the ability to be let down in those friendships and still keep yourself above water. So um, this article was written by Dr. Carol Morgan and she's the owner of her site, he's her site, his side.com and a communication professor, dating and relationship coach and a TV personality speaker and author. So I kind of like the credentials for this one. So I thought I would use it. Um, Number one, what she says um, in the 12 steps to raise your self-esteem and be a better person is to pay attention to how you talk to yourself. And I'll 100% agree with that one. Um, If you're constantly telling yourself you're not good enough or telling yourself like, why would that person want to be your friend? Because you're this way and they have all this going on for them and you'll never be to their level. You got to really like, pay attention to what you tell yourself. If you're constantly putting yourself down, then you're not going to be able to open yourself up to another relationship, to another person. You have to be telling yourself positive things to be able to build that confidence, to say, you know what, to build that courage, to build that strength, to be able to get out, put yourself out there. Because you guys, it is so hard to put yourself out there. Sometimes it's easy for some people in certain ways, and it may be harder for them in other ways. And so just realize that this is a game we're all playing and we all have to get that courage. We all have to get that self-esteem. We all have to get that confidence. And once you start doing it, I always tell people you have to be competent to be confident, right? You have to actually put in the work 
to show yourself that you have the courage to do those things before you gain that confidence in that thing. So action is definitely something that you need to do. You need to tell yourself that it's possible. You need to tell yourself that you deserve friends, that you deserve these relationships, that you deserve these people in their life because you have so much to offer and realize what those things are that you have to offer. Um, Number two, she says, don't compare yourself to others. But if you do, compare yourself to people who are not as lucky as you are. I thought this was a super weird one. The first part of it, I 100% agree with. Um, Don't ever compare yourself to other people. Um, We all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses. Something that you see that's great in somebody else, you may have something else that's great that they lack in. You know, And it's so much easier to see somebody else's strengths and see that you don't have those things than to look at them and say, hey, this is how I can benefit their relationship. They kind of lack in this area. Um, I just think that's kind of a weird thing to be able to, to just say, you know, to compare yourself to somebody who's less lucky than you. It's like the saying, oh, well, that person's in a wheelchair, so I should feel good that I have legs. Well, that's okay to say, I guess, but really does that make you happy at the end of the day to know that somebody else is in a wheelchair? It doesn't make me happy. If I'm having a really crappy day, I don't look at someone that says, oh, look, they had an even worse day than me. My day's good. I know a lot of people say to do that, but I don't think that actually lifts you up to be a better version of yourself. That's actually just looking down on people in kind of a way, actually. Um, What I would add to that instead of comparing yourself to somebody who's less lucky than you is I would surround yourself with people that motivate you, that build you up. Maybe they're not the most popular people in your area or your school or your group, but maybe they're someone that completely take the opportunity to help build you in certain ways. Those are the types of people you want to surround yourselves with. Because that is when you'll start believing in yourself. You'll start believing those things that build confidence for yourself, that help you build your self-esteem. Number three says, don't dwell in the past. So I I do agree with this one. Sometimes, um, Sometimes I get into my head about things with friends and I say, you know, this happened in the past. They... They didn't want to go come to my house for this barbecue because they're always so busy, so I'm just going to stop inviting them or I'm going to stop putting the effort out there because of past experiences. Um, You don't have to dwell on the past, but definitely learn from the past. If you have a friend that is not a good friend, that doesn't help build you up or bring good things to your life, then definitely take a look at that relationship and realize whether they're good for you or they're bad for you. Um, But maybe if somebody's busy or maybe if, um, you know, maybe they had other things to do, don't be offended. Don't hold that against them. Just be able to let the past go and say, hey, I need this from this relationship. Let's move forward. How can I be a better friend to you? Let's move forward, you know. Um, Number four, find a self-esteem buddy and and support each other. So this was about building your self-esteem, but... I kind of think that's a weird one because if you don't have great self-esteem, how many other friends are you going to be around that you're going to be like, hey, you want to be my self-esteem buddy? You want to help build me up and I'll build you up? Okay, well, realistically, how many of us have those friends that we can do that with? Maybe if you're searching for a friend, you don't have that friend. So I'm not really sure that I exactly... Agree with that. I can see how it could be a good thing if you can find that. Um, but maybe instead of that, reach out to others that you see that are struggling and just leave a comment on social media for them. You know, maybe they had somebody who passed away in their family, and you can just start making comments, start building that a relationship with somebody who you can see needs a friend also and be the support for them because then eventually they're going to start being the support for you and you can start building those relationships. Um, Number five, figure out what triggers your feelings of low self-esteem. So I think one of the comments that somebody made on my survey thing that I did was they were saying that it was easier as an adult because they are more confident. 
And for me, that's very true. As I understood what it meant to put myself out there and become a better friend for somebody else, and I in turn started building relationships and having more friends, um, I realized different things that we can that have happened in my life to where it stopped those friendships. Um, and part of that is realizing that there's just things that happen in life. And you, when you get down about yourself and you start putting that out to the world and saying, oh, I'm not great because of this. I'm not great because of that. Maybe some you have a stressful work week. It's okay to just say, I had a stressful work week instead of saying, my life is horrible. My life is not worth living anymore. Um, it's being able to turn that thinking into realizing that some of these moments that are triggering these things are just moments. They're not life sentences. So don't make it your life sentence of these different situations, these different triggers. Just realize that that's a moment in time, whether it's an hour, a minute, a week, a month, that's something that you can get through and you are strong enough to make it through it and don't go back to those things. Don't keep letting those things return to you. Solve them and move forward with whatever you're dealing with because sometimes you have to figure those things out for yourself to move forward and not be triggered by them anymore. Um, number six, separate your feelings from facts. So sometimes when you have friendships, um, we put a lot, friendships or relationships, we put a lot of emotion into discussions. We put a lot of emotion and, and feel like because somebody might have a different um, idea about something that we can't be friends. Um, to give you an example, um, my husband and I, we both have different views on the world. We both have different political views. We have different personality types but guess what that's what kind of makes us great together and that's how a lot of our friendships are um a lot of people think you have to be the same politically yeah it might be easier um you might think that you have to have the same religion and and i'll kind of explain that when i left my religion that i grew up um having my whole life i was deserted by everybody i knew because we did not have a common interest anymore um, some of them were very rude to me and basically told me that I couldn't be a part of their life. Um, some of them hurt me so badly in ways of saying that I would not be good enough to be their friend anymore. But for the majority of them, those friendships kind of ended just because we had different views in life. We had different desires in life. And that's okay. You can still be friends and have different points of view you can still be friends and not spend every day together. Maybe that person isn't exactly your tribe and that's okay. And maybe they're not gonna be your forever friend. Maybe they're not gonna be your best friend. Maybe they're only going to be a friend that will be somebody that comes to your house for a big house party instead of being like a one-on-one -on -one friend. You're not gonna be able to be a one-on-one -on -one friend with everybody. It's not gonna be easy to go to lunch with somebody and have a hour-long conversation with a friend who's meant to be maybe like a barbecue friend, you know? So realize, I think, and what I would say to add to this is just separate your feelings from, um, they're saying facts, but just maybe different divisions in your relationship to where you can still say, hey, even though your political beliefs or your religious beliefs or this hobby that you're interested in is very different than mine, we can still be friends because we have a common ground here. And I will say having a common ground somewhere is important because it keeps you having an interest in something that's in common to talk about and build a relationship from. Um, number seven, treat yourself as if you are a friend and you're trying to help boost their slash your self-esteem. So I guess it's kind of saying to like talk to yourself in the mirror and be able to give yourself advice like you'd give your friend, you know, like like when I go and I see somebody, I, I look at them, I try to figure out some way to compliment them. That's like one of my most favorite things to do in this world. When I go into a party, I try to find so many, like every person I come into contact with that I can think of something pretty quickly. I say, 
hey, that haircut you got is a great haircut. You look great. You know, I try to notice things that are different or that I like about them. Maybe it's an outfit they're wearing. Maybe it's the fact that they graduated from college or they got a promotion at work, you know, like find, remember those interests. Remember to like make an effort to build somebody else up because when you build somebody else up and you ask somebody about themselves, they'll be more willing to have a conversation with you and build a friendship with you. And that's what I would turn that into um, in the direction that I would go with that is ask more questions about somebody else than you tell about yourself. I like to tell stories. I like, I have a lot of fun stories in my life and I love to share those with other people. Um, But sometimes I get lost in my own stories and then people start to get glazed over. Maybe you guys have felt that way on my podcast. I don't know. That could happen. Um, But just realize that when you ask people more questions, you are only enriched in your own life because you get to learn more about them. And then there's this sense of connection and bond that you can have with this person that you didn't have five minutes ago. And it was all by asking questions and actually listening to them and picking some things out of the things that they are telling you to ask more questions about. Um, Let's see, number eight, believe people when they compliment you. This is a big, this was a big one for me because I did have such low self-esteem. I had a hard time making friends. I had a hard time believing that anyone would like me or would want me in their life. And so when people would give me compliments throughout my life, I'd be like, I would make some weird excuse. Like if somebody said, oh, Shree, your hair looks good today. I'd be like, oh, well, I didn't really do it today or I didn't wash it today or I, or I could have done this better, you know? Instead of making those excuses, allow somebody to compliment you. The worst thing that I hate, like I hate it when I give somebody a compliment and they give me an excuse like I used to give because I just want to hear them say thank you. Be willing to give that appreciation back to a friend because that's what they're looking for. They're not looking for an excuse as to why you look so good. We don't have to like or why you did so well in this area. We don't have to make excuses for the things that people see that are great with ourselves. We don't have to make an excuse. The reason why we're picking to be around these people, the reason why they're giving us these compliments is because we deserve them and you need to start believing that in yourself. And when you can just say thank you, that tells your own brain to be able to accept it and to not get an excuse as to why it's not normally that way because that comes from a place of not believing that you're worth that compliment. And when you can accept that compliment and know it within yourself that you're worth that compliment because you accepted it, you start believing it yourself. And it's kind of like a mindset thing and being able to believe that in yourself. So I really like that one. Um, Number nine, use affirmations and visualization. And I do believe in that. I'm not very good at this. Um, I used to be very, very bad at it. I was going through a big depression in my life and went through some really hard times before I moved to Hawaii. And, And I remember, I've talked about this before, but I remember waking up in the morning, just I would start every day subconsciously. I didn't even realize I was doing this until one day I caught myself. Um, But I'd wake up and I'd be like, life is, and most of the time I would end that sentence with, life is hard. Life is awful. Life sucks. I hate life. Like I would wake up every day saying those kinds of things. And once I realized that I was telling myself those things every day, I knew that my days wouldn't go like I had planned. I knew that they weren't, I wasn't going to get the most out of every day. So I had to change my way of thinking every day and change it to figuring out what the good things in life were. And I knew I had to change my environment. I knew I needed to change like my mindset. I knew that I needed to do some self-development. And I encourage you guys all to do that. If you have some negative things that you say to yourself and try to like really listen because I didn't even know that I was saying those things to myself. And I was saying them to myself daily. 
Um, but start waking up and changing your verbiage to yourself. Start visualizing yourself having a good day, making those friendships, making a better relationship with your spouse, making a better relationship with your sister, with your brother, with your kids, with your parents, you know, visualize yourself having what you want to have. Don't visualize yourself by having these thoughts of how awful your day is going to go. I've been through that too. When I'm in depression, I'm like, oh, can anything else bad happen to me? I hate it when I say those words to myself because I know something bad is going to happen. So just changing your mindset would be huge by being able to start your day off with some um, affirmations or some visualizations. And you can do that in the mirror or just say things to yourself on your way to work. So um 10 um use hypnosis was one of them um i used to be big into hypnosis when i was young i got all this stuff to do hypnosis but i don't know i think hypnosis is kind of a way of changing your mindset right um i don't really believe that that's one of those things i think it's just kind of what we were saying before or what i was saying before with being able to um, possibly, you know, you might need to change your environment. You know, if you're not finding good friends, good relationships in the environments that you're in, then change it. If you're going to the bar all the time looking for friends and you're just finding awful people to be friends with, then go sign up for a class somewhere and meet new people that way. There's groups on social media. There's meetup groups. Um, find something that you desire and want to be a part of and change your life that way. Um, number 11, list your good qualities and bad and past successes. And they kind of went down this road as reading it because they wanted you to realize, you know, all the things that you have accomplished. So I do think that that one is a good one to be able to write down the things that you like about yourself, because I think that's the hardest thing. Whenever I've gone to a job interview, that's one of the things that they ask you is they're like, what do you like about yourself? And I've always had a really hard time with that. Even though I do like a lot of things about myself, it's just hard as humans to see the best in ourselves. It's always easier to see the faults, to see the things that we do wrong. But, you know, make a list because guess what? Then when you go and have a conversation at a barbecue, at a party, or on social media or whatever, then you're going to be able to say, hey, I have an interest in this too because this is what I've done in my past, you know, like those are ways to connect with other people. And it just shows you that you are capable of great things even when you don't know that and you don't believe it at this moment. You've done great things, so understand that you can still do great things and take it a step further and keep growing, keep making your self-development. And that's what I would kind of say also goes along with that hypnosis is just developing who you are. I know a lot of people like look down and say bad things about self-development, but I will say self-development and coaches, life coaches have been a huge thing in my life in helping me to be able to see that I can have growth in the way that I want it. Um, and then number 12, I think is a huge one. It's the best one of them all. And it is to take action is what they're saying. And I a thousand percent believe in this, you guys. If you never put yourself out there, if you never try anything new, if you never set up new hobbies to meet new people, if you never change your environment, you're never going to meet new people. If you find that you're in a place where you don't find any friends that you connect with, anybody that you can have a good relationship with, then you obviously aren't putting yourself in the right place. You need to find your tribe. You're not going to be friends with everybody that you come across. You're not going to connect with everybody in your life. I've had friends for long periods of time and I've, after a while I've realized I don't really connect with them. I never have connected with them. Or maybe I just don't connect with them anymore. And that's kind of what I was talking about in the beginning. We go through these different cycles in life, go through these different levels in life. And with each level comes change. And when you change as a person, your friendships sometimes have to change. When your environment changes, your friendships will change. When you get a new job at work or like you level up in any way, you know, if you're getting into more of a fitness type life, if you're going to like get more into hiking, if you're going to get into a new hobby for art, you know, those are ways to connect with other people. Find these reasons to connect with other people. 
find classes, find groups, find meetups, find places, environments, and people that you can surround yourself that build yourself up, that build you up so that you can help build other people up. When you're building other people up, people automatically want to help build you up because they can see the type of person you are and they'll want to be around you. If you're putting out into the world that you're this awful person, that you can't make any friends, and that you're so lonely, and that life is awful, people sense that vibe. Do you want to be around that person if you were to meet that person? Probably not. So try to work on yourself. It's all about self-development, changing your mindset, putting yourself in the right environment, reaching out and take action. And what I mean by taking action is put yourself in situations where you can meet new people. And you know, if you find somebody new in class or you find somebody new at work, you know, start up a conversation, put yourself out there, be a little bit more vulnerable and realize, you know, that you are worth it. And guess what? If you become vulnerable and you go and you talk to that person and they turn are turned off to you, don't take it personal. Just realize they are not your tribe and you need to find somebody that's your tribe because you're not going to end up being good friends with that person. So just realize as a kid, as an adult, that you're not going to be friends with everybody. You're not going to fit into every group. And you've got to keep going until you find your friends. And guess what? I have a couple different friends groups and I don't really connect with all of them. In some months, some weeks, some years, I connect with others more than others. And that's what I say by our lives changing and being able to work with change and understand that as our lives change, as we level up, as we grow at our own personal development and our own confidence, then we're going to level up and we're going to end up having more friends because we're working on ourselves, bettering ourselves, and being the better friend that we would want. And they'll see that in you and want to be around you. So be the amazing person that you're going to be. Work on yourself. Do that self-development. Realize that by building yourself up, by understanding and accepting compliments, by listening more than telling, by having, by putting yourself out there to be a little bit more vulnerable, these are the ways that you're going to be able to open yourself up to other relationships, to other friends. And you know what? When you find a new coworker that doesn't have any friends, invite them out. Take that leap, you guys. Take action because none of this self-development, none of this confidence building is going to be worth it if you can't take this step to actually say, hey, can I have your phone number? Can we go out on a date? Hey, can I have your phone number? Can we go out on a hike? Would you like to go get a drink? Would you like to go get coffee? And as an adult, I will say there are some great ways to create friendships. And one of them is find couple friends, find family friends, find friends that have kids that are the same ages. Because then like if you have two, a two-year-old and a four-year-old, your two-year-olds and four-year-olds can play together while you hang out as an adult, as adults. So that might be your tribe at the moment. And then one day you might grow out of that and you might need to find a new tribe. But those are easy ways to find common grounds, right? Like if your kids are the same age, that makes it easier. One of the things I did that I put myself out there and you've heard this story before, but one of my great friends, when I left um, the LDS church, they, I knew that there were some things that separated my new living style compared to what it was before. And I wanted to meet other adults and other families that were not LDS because I knew that I wasn't going to connect with those people anymore. And I went to my kid's soccer game and I looked around for another mom that was sitting there with coffee. I didn't know this woman. I didn't know what I was going to do or what I was going to say, but I sat my chair next to her and I said, hey, I can see you're drinking coffee. I think we're going to be good friends. <laughs> And she turned and she laughed at me. And I was like, well, is anyone sitting here? And she says, no. And, and I said, okay. And guess what? We've been friends for eight years now. She's one of my very best friends. I love her to death. And I want her to always stay in my life. But had I not taken that opportunity that day to sit next to her and 
to see her coffee cup, to sit next to her and just open up a conversation and be friends with her. Our friendship wouldn't have even happened. We wouldn't still be friends to this day if I just let it go and let soccer season end our relationship. No, I reached out, she reached out, we created an even greater friendship and it's one of the most beautiful friendships I've had in my life. So you guys put yourself out there, work on yourself, understand that the more confident that you are as an adult, as a kid, and that's why I say work on your confidence and you can only have confidence by competence. You can only have that confidence by working at doing that, at being successful at that. Once you start putting in the practice, it becomes easier for you. When somebody doesn't want your friend, what doesn't want to be your friend, it's not gonna hurt as bad because you know that they just might not be your tribe. They might not be the friend for you. And that's okay. Because guess what? The next person you meet will probably be your tribe. And if it's not, keep working at it. Keep working on your self-development and keep putting yourself out there because really that's what it's about. If you don't put yourself out there, you're never going to find a friend. You're never going to find that relationship. You're never going to better yourself. So put yourself out there. I love you guys. I hope this was good for you guys because this subject is something that means a lot to me. This is something that our kids struggle with. It's something that we as adults struggle with. And if I can help anyone see a better way to do things in their lives by making themselves better, I would love to do that. So love you guys. You have an amazing day.